0: So I was in the shower, I was yeah. cleaning
1: my ass and making my own shirts off. sparkly, spanking clean. I'm like. not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out. The and then loop up
0: and A glory hole is like a, a like dick theater, i magic room. Which
1: means your pants had better come off, mama needs playtime. Gonna... Uh, uh,
0: we're not sluts. We just
1: love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, podcast listeners. It's another week here at By the By.
0: Yes, and we're still here, and hopefully you're still here.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, if they're listening to it, they are.
0: And if you're somehow listening to it and not here,
1: wow. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, so what do we have coming up? April 28th, we have the next Pendulum Party. So that's going to be super exciting. We know some folks have already got things planned, trips and travels and things. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, if you want to join in the fun for the Pendulum Party, just go to our website. There's a ticket link there. Or you can go to Our Secret Spot's website, au.
0: That's right. And the next thing after that, I suppose, for now that's on the calendar, is our escape to the tropics. And that is... November, go oh no, it's the ninth, the eighth, the eighth. She's holding up fingers. She's eighth. She's eighth. November eighth through the thirteenth, and uh, that is. Look, it's it seems like it's a long way now, but it's literally just around the corner. Uh tickets will go on sale soon. If that's something that you think that you are interested in, check out our website ww.bytheby.com.au or go to the lovely folks over at exclusively rhp or go to rhp and express your interest in the event on the website there. So
1: yeah. All right. Well, what what are we what are we doing today?
0: Well, this is again, one of our brilliant discord people who we, you, you know how much we love our discord folks, but, uh, and if you want to become one of those discord folks, all you got to do is support us at any level over on patreon.com slash by the By podcast. Well, this person, she put us in touch with this couple who are in Adelaide, and, uh, yeah, a couple of brilliant, cool, amazing, sexy theater creators. And, uh, yeah, easy B put us in, uh, in contact with them and thank you so much uh, to her. And this is a a little conversation that we had with them this past week, which look, I was excited, but after we got off the, (laughs) after I got off, I was so excited. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it's something that I'm, I think it's a really cool thing and, uh, yeah, it's probably better just for them to. Tell us in their own words.
1: So, yeah, we will now turn it over to our conversation with the Steamy Romantics.
0: So, we are here with uh, two people that I'm actually really excited to talk to and talk about. Uh, they are folks that, once again, I talk about our Discord chat all the time, but our Discord, one of our Discord users put us in contact with this couple and they are, I'm going to say, sexy motherfuckers. And <laughs> on top of that, they are theater people. And you know how I love theater. So without further ado, I want to introduce Mr. and Miss SR, uh, which is Steamy Romantics. Yes? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's which, a, I mean, great,
1: great name. I, mean, I love it's great it. great
0: name. It's sexy. It's hot. It's... Um, I mean, it's it's, it's you steamy,
1: it's, if you will. It
2: speaks to both yeah. of us. I'm, I'm the romantic one and Nicky's the steamy one.
0: So,
3: <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>
0: uh, so you'll hear us referring to them as Mick and Nick because, well, I'm lazy and don't want to say all the syllables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Too Could much work.
1: steaminess for you?
0: Too much steaminess. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> spitting over here like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, look, I'm going to just – i'm going to jump right in there the sure. reason we were introduced to you was because you have a piece of theater that is in adelaide unfortunately but hopefully will be around australia called mm. compersion mm. and it's a, a a parlor stage piece yes
2: yeah Yeah. a parlor piece set in the, sit in the living room or small intimate spaces, no more than 50
0: people ever. I love it. I love it already. Tell us, like, tell us, like, what is compersion? What is compersion? First, like, what does it mean to both of you all, the word itself? It took Um,
4: a long time to discover this word. It really did. We, um, in our quest and in our early journey into A&M, we, Kept experiencing glimpses of something that was extraordinary. We didn't know what the hell it was, (laughs) and then eventually, I don't even know where because we researched the crap out of this stuff. And but I don't even know where it was. But we found compersion and the definition of it, and we recognized that. Wow, it's really hard to work through your own stuff to get to this. But what is on the other side is extraordinary. It's extraordinary. And it's not a practice just for the A&M lifestyle. It's a practice as a human being. Mm. And when you start to, you can't go back, mm. it, you know, and so, yeah. True. But the actual definition itself, I well, that's I, mixed line in the play. Yeah.
2: Well. So, <laughs> We're, well, that's <laughs> it's it's an early it's like Nikki said it's it's kind of a not something uh, that you're familiar with in our culture. Mm. Um, I'm an anthropologist, I'm a cultural anthropologist, so it's just a natural inquisitive moment for me anyway. Where does this word? Mm. There's this idea that we have of how can you how can you have a feeling if you don't have a word to describe it? It's almost like there's a tree fall in the forest kind of concept. Um, <laughs> so. So I start we start the play with asking that question, you know, have you ever had a feeling that you've never had before? When's the last time you've had a, a brand new feeling for the very first time? And how do you know what it is if there's no definition for it? Mm. You've never seen anyone practice it. Uh, you don't understand it how how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as we discovered, when you personally try to understand the word, it means that you have to go on a journey of so because it is the, it is the opposite of jealousy. So you start yeah. to come up against all those things that that. Well, why do I feel like this and why do I feel like that? And
4: where did I learn this? Then the, the, when did this happen to me? It like, all is
2: starts, this real? Yeah, It all starts to unravel what from there. This? Really? Well,
4: brought up in and what the hell have I done? With falling what? into it and saying yes. Oh my god! Yeah, and so you have an existential crisis, and then you kind of go, "All right, let's uh, reinvent ourselves." Like if this is our, if this is our identity map, like the things that made us and our sexual identity and all the rest of it, and we can see it and we've unpacked it, and we've spent time examining that, then you know what? It's that's great. Let's go over to the left and let's make a new identity. And a new sexual identity mm. math, and let's recalculate. And,
2: and like, after, you know, from this points, yeah. All the all the conversation, you know, we've all had the long conversations on the porch at two a.m. and <laughs> oh, yeah. all of those. You cannot do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we kept coming. You know, you, you kind of reflect on it in hindsight, and we kept sort of say, "Oh, you know, make a great play. This wouldn't it? Just make it's a great so play. Dramatic, like, it's so dramatic, so you dramatic, know? and it's got the ups was, and downs and yeah."
4: There was this one particular event very early on in our journey towards um, embracing the and M lifestyle, where we we had a had a couple date that went really awry. Like they were meant to be very experienced, but there was no consent, and you know it was crazy. It just mm. and and we were young in the whole thing, so we we um, we have bit of faith and a bit of trust and a bit of, and, it, and <laughs> very very a lot of naivety and very little personal <laughs> voice, you know, because you feel like you're a newbie, the newbie, you know, mm-hmm. and you're so um, coated in that that you just sort of live it out. So we had this hideous experience, and it was horrific, and it led to so much upset and all the rest of it. But about a week afterwards, we're sitting on the balcony having a coffee, and I just about had like a I'm gonna like spurt my coffee out moment where I in my head for the instead of reliving the trauma of it, I relived it as a movie and it was bloody funny. <laughs> it was a bit of a like, laugh. oh my God. If <laughs> you could step outside this is hysterical. He had indigestion, he was going through his own inner battle. There was all sorts of stuff going on. It was just ridiculous. Like and and, and again I went, man, you know what this is? Real life. This is real life. This is what actually happens. And it's and, funny you know, and it's scary. And I'm scary. tired of pretending this fantasy mm-hmm. is what we're going to get and what's going to happen and all the rest of it because this is actually just about people and people dealing with people and people accepting people. And you know and when you kind of clue into that, you you expand your orbit of friends in a whole new way and in such a compulsive way. And, yeah,
0: and then that spreads. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, Yeah, tell you what, guys, ask us a question and we'll just go. I know,
0: sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to give you hell. I'm going to call you out. You never defined compersion for me. What is for you? What is your definition? How do you define it? I, I, to be
2: honest, I borrow a definition from a researcher who did a paper on it a couple of years ago, and they say it's the wholehearted participation in the happiness of others even when, I'm going to fist it here, but even when what they're doing does not directly benefit or involve you.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's, I love so, it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's a great definition. Mm. And so people who have listened to our podcast before, the way I always have defined compersion is that feeling you get when you watch a baby eat cake. You know, the baby cake, right? And they just dive (laughs) their face into it. They crash their face into it on their first birthday. Mm. And Mm. you don't look at them and go, I wish I had that fucking cake. You look, Mm. I'm happy that they're (laughs) having joy. It doesn't give me anything. I get nothing from them. But get the joy Mm. that they're having joy.
1: Yeah. And I love
0: your anti, I think at one point, Nick, you called it uh, sort of anti-jealousy. And I think that's a good p- way to look at it as well. It's sort of the antithesis of jealousy.
2: Yeah. And I think when we started uh, down this, yeah. we kind of went as part of that first question. is like, well, I say, you know, we, we've all had jealousy. We've all had envy. We all but, know what that is. But the, but the next question is, well, what's its opposite? Mm. Have you ever thought about what its opposite is? And, Did and we talk about it? It was a question that I asked myself when we were going through this too. Mm. Yeah, I've never actually... You just kind of go, oh, jealousy is taken for granted, envy's taken for granted, and all the rest of it. But we're not actually given any guidance about maybe there's an option, maybe there's uh-huh. an option, maybe uh-huh. there's a choice, and what would that be? And again, getting back to this idea of can- is there a way of thinking about something when you've never been given a framework, like a language mm-hmm. to, yeah. to, or an experience?
1: Yeah. Um, and that's always the question is, is you think about it, and it's like, okay, we know what jealousy is. And we're, you know, in the moment, I may be experiencing jealousy. So mm. if I don't want to experience that, what do I want? What is it that will take the place of jealousy?
0: Do I have another option?
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think compersion does it beautifully. But like you said, most people don't have the language to be able to define that uh, and, yeah. and to be able to say that this is what I actually want. I don't want to be jealous or envious. I want uh. this instead. And, and without other-
0: getting too existential with it, like, are you asking the question with the play can you feel a feeling that you don't have a definition for it or a name for it? Is that sort of, is that what you're looking at? Yeah, well, definitely the play
4: itself is very compulsive in its own nature. So there is audience participation because there is two of us and Mm. our life involves many more people. And um, some of the stories we use, it's actually better to use an audience member and so we have a we have a time period where audience come in i make sure i get to know everyone and find out who's who's stable and relaxed and who's really nervous and all that sort of stuff and who's just here on their own and all that sort of stuff and i pick people in that moment to be um to play characters and those people can vary i mean yeah i'm a human being and i have i'm a Performer, and I have a life, and I have children, and I work, and I do these shows, and so yes, yeah, sometimes I go, wow, he's really cute, and he's lots of fun. I'm going to pick him. I want to play. And other nights, I recognise the guy in the corner, or the the woman in the corner, the person in the corner that is shy, really not just shy, but has almost an aura of I know why you won't pick me because I'm not. All those things, and that is the one I pick. Mm. That is the one that gets gifted. That is mm. it, this is not um, this lifestyle is a lot more than the the visual, mm-hmm. and it is if you truly accept compersion.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Then yeah, you know, and so True. we do we do express, and there are times mm. where we we tell the absolute truth. The pathway, pathway to compersion is hard. And it's bumpy. And there have been times where we thought we were being immersive, but <laughs> hey, guess what? He, he actually got sexually abused in the sex club right there in front of me, but I didn't register. I saw laughing. I saw this, and I didn't compute. Mm. And, you know, so it's all very complicated and complex. And at the end of the day, I think that um, registering that we're all human in those experiences. Mm. We all have backgrounding, we all have those I, identity math and the sexual math that we were. And we're all, if you're here and you're trying this at all, if you've walked through the door and greeted me and greeted him and said hello, then you're very extraordinary and you're very brave and you're questioning a whole heap of, um
2: social, behavior social behaviors social behaviors
4: and patterns and you think that that generally most people don't and so
2: and that yeah comes from uh, some of our earlier earliest experiences of of um, engaging with with social activities in the in, in the lifestyle like going to clubs um Rabbit hole in Adelaide. If you do all the usual local.
4: things when you first start, mm-hmm. you <laughs> like, right, we yeah. gotta go to clubs, we gotta, we gotta set up dates, we gotta get on the dating side.
2: <laughs> But one of, one of the things that really <laughs> struck me was uh, when we first went to that club was just that environment of acceptability. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was no body shaming, there was no shaming of any kind, there was peace, there was a freedom yeah. in it. And I think that's something that we certainly made an impact on me and I think that's something we wanted to try and capture because as people going through the life like when you when you're learning, you know, you listen to podcasts like yourself, you read a lot, you do blogs, you do, you follow therapists on online and you do this (laughs) but you don't know what you still don't know what it's like to live it. Yeah. You don't know what it's gonna be like when it happens. You don't know what that feeling's gonna be like. And so I guess What mm. we're trying to do with this is mm. is do that original virtual reality opportunity where you can live. We we tell our stories; they are dramatized, but they are all true, and so you get a chance to mm. live through what we did to get a sense of what that might feel like mm. in that moment, and maybe that's just the way of 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 trying to for us anyway, and trying to do the plays. Like me, like he said, create. The whole piece is about conversion. The you're whole okay. piece is you're about not you're broken. allowed. Yeah. Yeah. you're not okay. wrong.
4: You're not alone. You're not any of those things. Yeah, you're just <laughs> crossing a void. You're just passing over a threshold. You're just, you're okay. And if you can find a community, that's great. But in the early days, we found that really hard to yeah. find community. And I did reach out mm-hmm. across the world, and it was it was actually quite hard to break into a mm-hmm. community. But if you are genuinely committed to doing what you're doing, then, you know, you find your. Yeah. Yeah. Your your people. Yeah. And and I often think as
1: well, if you're committed to it and you have the right attitude, like if you have a good attitude going into it, then, then it'll take some work, but you'll, you'll find your people, you'll find your tribe, your community. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're, when you've got the play and and you said that you interact with the audience and you bring audience members in to be certain characters, assuming you give them some kind of a brief or something about what who they yeah. are, what they're supposed to do. <laughs> is the idea to bring them into that world and to try to help them feel what this feels like?
0: Or is it just so I'm gonna be experiment? really Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest. I'm gonna,
0: call and, about cold and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell
4: you absolutely honestly that for a very long time I worked, I ran a, a company that was a dance and education sort of company and um, the methodology that I created to, that I and other people created, sorry, it wasn't just me, it was a massive like collective, um, it involved workshopping and then, in, and then bringing audience into it. So you would workshop them into the roles and like
3: mm. do
4: like really quick semi-auditions, workshop them in. Right, so um, uh, yeah, when we were going well, there's only the two of us. This is gonna get a little bit. Mm. <laughs> uh, we we kind of went, you know what? Let's try it. Oh shit, what will that be like? We'd oh wow, okay. Mm. Look, we're just gonna do it. We're gonna do it consensually. We're gonna tell them everything. We're gonna outline it. We're gonna and we'll just work through it and see how it goes. What we didn't expect from doing that was that a lot of the people that came to see the previous season spoke about how they were very, very nervous about coming to even a meet and greet. They felt really, they felt the stress of comparison. They felt all these sorts of like, you must be in here and play. You must put yourself up here and be judged. Mm -hmm. And so they ended up um, feeling like, well, Even walking through the door was hard for them a lot of them. So, yeah, Yeah. they felt like this was a really good separation, but also an ability. You know how a play gives you the feeling, gives you all the feelings, and they're right there and they're right in front of you, and you're really engaged with it, but you're safe.
1: Yeah. So, you're a part of of it, but you're not, right? And so it kind of feels like you. you know yeah, we're I mean, going
4: to keep the play going at some point. Yeah, you so know we're not going to take you to a place where you're going to go. Oh shit! I have to make a decision. It's, like, a, little, you
2: know? <laughs> it's a little bit like um, it's a, so. There's a little bit of prep work. It's not quite like a magic show where it appears like you're coming out of nowhere. But we we like we say we meet the audience when they walk into the venue. It's it's as if you're coming to, to our place and we're going to sit down and have some drinks and we're just going to tell stories and have a bit of a chat. Hosting it's, an evening. Hosting an evening. And in that first bit where people mingle, we we get to know each, we introduce ourselves, and we sort of as p- the performer part of us starts to click in, and we go, "Who is looks like they're a good potential person to come up stage?" the right and that's got to fit tonight. a criteria of they've got to have the right attitude. They don't have to be, um, you know, we don't want anyone coming looking at us creepy and going, right, you know, and <laughs> like, well, okay. And then we have a bit of it. We might pick them off, and we might. Have a bit of a chat, and then we'll kind of go. Yeah, I think you're the one. And that's true. That, all they can do at this point in the play, this is going to happen. I will come up to you. I'll give you a prop or something like that, and you need to get up and sit on the st- on the chair and just don't do anything. We'll do the rest of the show yeah. around you. So it is and then,
4: very um, interesting conversation back. to have within the first you know half an hour of being in a room where the host comes up and goes, "Okay, so can I?" I'm just going to offer, I need a character and he's going to be a photographer. Would you like to play that role? And then I run through everything that's going to happen. And one of the things on the list is I'm going to put your hand on and very much in and towards my pussy. Are you okay with that? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, uh, yeah. um, Have you ever (laughs) had
1: anyone say No. No, oh
4: yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Little male or female yet? Yeah, but no,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, um,
4: and if that were the case, then they probably would have said no long before that.
2: Yeah, yeah. um, That's so yeah, that vetting process, part of that
4: vetting, yeah. of that yeah. vetting and being yeah. observed about um who your audience is and who is yeah,
2: and there's a little bit of um, there's a, there's a scene where I go into the audience and I, we're, we're recreating another scene where I was giving someone a foot massage, and so it's just an opportunity to. To, to give someone in the audience a foot massage. And again, it's just kind of, just kind of breaking that fourth wall mm-hmm. of the theater but without freaking them out, without just bringing them up on stage. Just, yeah.
4: Having lived experiences and sharing that time together. Sharing company together.
0: Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Something really interesting. So, and- as I said earlier, like Angela and I are huge theater fans. Like we have, we've always loved theater. I've written theater. We've been awesome. in the theater community in Sydney for the last six years. Yeah. Um, That's cool. But theater is something that has very specific rules, right? Uh-huh. So you sit in the theater and any show that tries to break those rules and I'll call it things like Rocky Horror Show. Like, yeah. That's one that does it really well, right? They want you yeah. to call back. They want the audience interaction. But normally uh. in a theater piece, your your job is to sit on your hands, laugh, yeah. when you're meant to laugh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and just kind of be quiet and be there. This sounds yeah. like a wonderful, like where that breaks the rules is often in improv theater, and mm-hmm. I, I've said that yeah. once mm-hmm. before. This sounds like something that feels like improv theater, but I'm imagining is. V- very structured, and at least yeah. it's very uh, control from from your side, which maybe yeah. yeah, too were... much of a how the sausage is made. It's just what interests me, right?
4: Oh no, totally. no, no! You're so right, we, you're right. On no, it. we, we it. do balance it very much. Mm. There, there are there are some scenes that are actually um, like we do some scenes that are as funny as they are heartbreaking. In the one thing. we do some scenes that are like I just I want to be dead honest.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: this is the experience. I have mm. no shame left. So you need this is to talk I people directly in the This eye is yeah. who I did it with. This yeah. is how I did it. And yeah. this is a real experience. And you know what? I looked in the audience and they were all looking at me like they had mm. been there too. Yeah. And I went, Okay. I'm okay, you know, and so we recognize those moments as well, we we can get more compulive, and we because I recognize that in their eyes, i went i I need to go to them,
3: mm.
4: I need to ask them to help me release that. I need in to a, actually go so i can I have of you and all of you and bring everyone in and again, yeah. there's this amazing connection like when a whole group of people recognize something that yeah. There's, in a funny kind of really way, moment.
2: Yeah. We, we could we could talk the theory and methodology of theatre all night. I'm sure, but <laughs> absolutely. The funny kind of, in a funny kind of way, those conventions would actually alienate an audience in mm. this particular yeah. case. They would feel less connected, and mm. and it's about breaching that space. And you really can, you can just switch a performance from from yeah. your as an actor. You can just you can either be talking to an audience, or you can be, or you can put the fourth you wall up. With, it's just the yeah, state of mind
4: when you do. Them. We can be in front of them. Well, that's but what the theater other is
0: about, is, right, is making the audience mm, feel something, absolutely. which if you yeah. can make the audience feel compersion with a show called Compersion, there's yeah. something really yeah. sexual. Sex magical. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And,
3: I also, and you go home talking.
1: Yeah, and I also assume that because they're coming to a show called Compersion and they know the premise of it, that they're going to be more primed to be open and accepting of whatever they yeah. see and whatever mm. they experience, so whatever mm. level that is, they may not know going in that there's a the possibility that you could be actually part of the show. But I think that they would be—I feel like they anyway—that they would be more primed to be open to that experience if it were to present uh-huh. itself.
4: In the intimate audience, we have a we have a show that is ten people only. Wow, wow. and that uh, we, we prep them that they're going to be very intimate with us. Yeah. We're going to share a lot. We're going to have a night, and we're going—you know we're not promising you sexual acts that that will be fulfilled with you we're not not promising it we're saying <laughs> the show will happen and every one of those intimate shows is a very intimate and individual experience for that particular community that is there that night i know what um, my birthday now <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when you come to sydney no.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we uh, we're working on it um, we're working on it
1: yeah yeah, yeah. we we kind of
4: recognize adelaide is is we love you adelaide but you're you're not probably the best place for us to to actually stand the show great place to
0: yeah that, that's yeah yeah a question like what has your audience been like? Who are your audience members? Are they folks that wow. are in the kink, poly, swinger community? Yeah, or are these yeah. Muggles that aren't necessarily. Well,
1: I'm going yeah, to say curious the
4: entire yeah. spectrum. Yeah, when we cool.
2: when we did it last at the rabbit hole, we and we huge kept the um, rabbit hole. Yeah,
4: been um, legends. What us from the very very get go. That's great. Um, our whole journey.
2: So we, even we kept it within um, the community and the community social channels that they all communicate on, um, yeah. a few dating sites and things like that. And we we ended up with an audience that um, I just I can't believe it. I've I've never had an audience like this. If We had people who were visiting because it was just before Christmas. People mm-hmm. who were visiting family from Canada. Oh yeah, I have you're on we're going to come and watch it someone who was in interstate. adelaide from interstate on a business trip couldn't be His back The i next...
4: was new to it and he desperately wanted to so so have them there but this was the next he this came along he came...
2: someone to someone traveled to like two hours from the mid-north of the state yep. down to watch it like on their own we had a, a guy yeah. come along he'd been in the he'd been in the game for 20 or so years he's um maybe in his 60s, maybe, and he brought his new uh, partner along, that obviously nearly started dating, Mm. and he was introducing the lifestyle to her for the first time, and so this, he was using this as almost like a date to say, and we had another couple, young, really young couple, young 20s came along, and they were like, um, we're really new to it. we want to try, but we're really nervous, and and i i don't know it, uh, an assumption on me and i and i own this but an assumption on me i i turned to the young lady and i said oh, are you nervous are you? she said no it's not me it's him and he just <laughs> looked at me yeah i'm feeling re-. He said but after watching this show i'm feeling like i'm willing to give it a go now yeah yeah so i going to walk through the this, yeah. this, yeah. the older it gentleman came, oh, another one came up to me and said you know it i've been in the in the scene for Fifteen years, but you helped me understand things about myself that I didn't understand Aww. before. Yeah, um, so the
4: spectrum
2: I, yeah, has been enormous. Yeah, another person
4: who you talked about, and you got to remember, like this is twenty twenty three. So one thing that really hit me with a lot of these people that are our age or ages of similarity, um, middle age. Ugh, um, no, okay.
1: always, no, hey, hey look, look. That, just means, know, that, know, a, that yeah. just means there's a lot of good stuff to come because I only just got into the That's good stuff right. in the last ten years. It's true. So well, totally.
2: it's true. Now I know what I'm doing. Yeah, a lot of those people
4: um, were were very. They had got to a point where they were really, really interested. They've done a lot of research. They were really eager. They were really keen. But one of the things they just were struggling with the most was this whole lifestyle relies on a lot of dating apps and a lot of like turning up and representing
2: Yeah, yeah. The Are visual... my tits
4: good enough? Is my body good enough? Am I good enough? And at that has nothing to do with our show.
2: <laughs> In fact, I think it, it, it probably helps.
4: I and, am not a porn star. Yeah. I am not
2: 23. And that probably helps because we're not, yeah, we are. We're not porn stars. We're not yeah. models by any stretch of the imagination. You're also so,
0: not hard I, on the eyes. I'm just gonna <laughs> Oh, well, that's all right. are yeah. beautiful. That's the right? correct. That's the right answer. That was the <laughs> right answer. Well done. Ten
4: points. Yeah. I, I, I said to all of those people I said yeah when I first got into it all I saw was the eye candy and the and the fantasy but then yeah. I met the people and then yeah. I fell in a whole new love and yeah. I, was, I was like that fantasy and the eye candy is just meh yeah. now
1: and I think that that is something that people coming into the lifestyle they think that it is just all about the looks and you are and it's human nature to compare yourself and say I'm not yep. thin enough I'm not pretty enough my tits aren't perky enough or whatever but at the end of the day, like when you actually look around and look at the people who you're interested in and who the ones who you really connect with, it's the people mm. who are real and who are, have good personalities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're pretty, but at the same time, do you have to be a model? No, you just need to be a good human and have a good personality.
4: Yeah, A yeah. good human. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And that's part of what we wanted to try and capture and celebrate in, yeah. it, in our own kind of way as well, you know, mm. just to-
0: I'm going to assume that because it's compersion, which is a human thing, it, it doesn't matter your gender or your sexuality. Like everybody mm-hmm. can get something from your show, right? It's all about people being yes. in relationships yes. or wanting yes. to yep. be a better person. Yeah. Yep. We had, single we had people yeah.
4: Um, gender diverse. We, yeah. I was blown away by the diversity in general, in every audience. And- like,
2: I think that's what that's what actually makes it that's what makes it really cool. Uh, again, as a theatre maker anthropologist, going like, this isn't a genre based thing. This isn't like I'm into horror, or I'm into romance, or I'm into yeah. drama. This is like I'm into the idea of what this means. But do you know and why that, that is? That is a connection that is yeah. Whoa, one thing that was
4: very obvious because we spent we we spent as long as we need to with our audience afterwards, or to we're just. you know, and and we talk (laughs) and we share and we hang and we just like, you know, be humans. And I think the one thing that I really recognised afterwards is that everyone who comes along to see the show is blown away because this is scary and hard and goes against all the, you know, in, in inverted commas, the rules. And is an abomination in the sight of those rules and all of those guilt and shames and they come they do to it anyway. and we uh, and, and they are seen and seen as good, decent, hardworking, self-sufficient, <clears throat> bloody, incredible people. you know. But yeah. you but you okay.
1: also give them that voice because by you being <clears throat> up on stage and you producing this and you doing this, That gives them that voice and that gives them the validity to say that, hey, yeah, this is a thing and it's okay and that we can do this. And so whether they've been doing it for a long time and need the validity, or whether they're new to it or just exploring, but to be able to see that, hey, there's people here that are making this a public thing, it's an okay thing and it's a good thing. There's something really, really powerful about that.
0: Yeah, the best part about the best part about good theater is it creates space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and and we, you know, any artist Mm -hmm. really, at the end of the day, wants their work to have a meaningful connection Mm -hmm. with their audience, just in some way. We we don't pretend we have all the answers. We don't, by (laughs) experts of the imagination,
0: you know, like. We pretend we have all the answers. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, I'll
4: I'll give you loads of answers, whatever you
0: want. We, we have answers. Again. We may not have the answer. There you go. We, actually, I, I'm an
2: anthropologist, so I'll just ask you more questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> sometimes the long dinner process, the answer is Mike. in the question. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> be, just, oh my god, so I can see
0: us drinking for hours on <laughs> end overnight. Yes. Yes. I just, I just, had, a, I just had a vision of a table of empty red
2: wine bottles. And,
0: because I, I love the idea of sitting and talking theater and anthropology, because mm-hmm. those are two mm-hmm. things that I have always loved from a very young age, because I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. It's really You're nice allowed. to find somebody else like me out there. So, yeah. like, yeah. You've heard us talk about it many, many a times. It's It's just a great game. You know, we're great gamers. We love games. This game, Curious Humans Game, is so much fun. Doesn't matter if you're 8 or 188. If you make it to that, please tell me the secret. I'd love to know. But go to CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I for 10% off. That's right. What are you buying? What are you getting? Well, in the base game, you might get questions just like this. I believe I am better than average in bed. And then you'd have to answer it. And your friends would have to answer for you as to what they think. Um, for me, I'm going to say, no, nah, I think I'm average. Maybe, okay, maybe a little better than average. But, you know, it's just because of experience. So uh, I think I am better than average, like on the couch or in a car.
1: So wait, wait. It actually says in bed. Does that mean having sex or does that mean sleeping? Because if it's sleeping, you are way better than average.
0: Very good point. I am. <laughs> I am semi-pro.
1: <laughs> now, I would agree. I would say that you are better than average, no matter how you take it.
0: So how are you? Let us know. But go to CuriousHumansGames.com and use checkout code by the bye. That's B-Y-T-A-G-B-I. So here in Australia... Angela and I have found that wedding season is swiftly coming upon us. And uh, well, in the US, spring is in the air, so what better to get the lovely couple? But something from adamandeve.com. It's not inappropriate. It's fucking amazing. Go to adamandeve.com, use checkout code by the by B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get That item at 50% off. You'll also get free shipping. Six videos on demand and some extra things thrown in the box. It's like awesome stuff. Like sometimes I got like a cock ring, which, you know, as part of a wedding, rings are very important part of the ceremony. Once I got some lube. And let me tell you, sometimes you need lube when you're at a wedding ceremony. You never know what you can use. Or you can keep that stuff for yourself and give the bride and groom, the groom and groom, or the bride and bride, or the two people getting married, whatever else you want. It's a great gift. It's a great way to start a long-lasting, loving relationship with a gift from AdamandEve.com. Use checkout code BYTHEBYE. That's B Y T H E B I.
1: and, and this is going to be a very broad question. We'll break it up into smaller bits as we go. But what is your background, and what made you decide that you needed to do this piece? And that's okay. kind of a question uh, for both of you. So, uh,
2: background first. Well, okay, we can give you the the quick CV. So, um, <laughs> uh, really quickly is uh, so I've been working as a, an actor. Started as an actor about thirty five odd years ago, um, when and you were have six. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He'll like it. You're good. Uh, He's winning. Like, add another 10 points to this score. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, uh, I mean, a life as a performing artist. So, you're um, a writer, director, producer. Uh administrator, lighting designer, uh and yeah, carpenter and and, and and because of that I I segued into uh anthropology. Um I've always been interested in <laughs> it and, and because
0: of that I segued into anthropology. As you do. <laughs> As you do.
2: As you do, you know. Um well <laughs> I had to make my mum proud and finally go get a proper education.
4: It's <laughs> <Keep laughs> an, an accent. Don't tell anyone. an accent. do
2: tell anyone. Oh, he's an anthropologist now. I can bring you up in polite <laughs>
0: conversation.
4: Just what an archaeologist. Yeah. Oh, that's alright. That's great. I'm an anthropologist. What, what does
0: What's an anthropologist that? say for work? Uh, would you like to rise with that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> no, 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 it's not. It's not. It's how would you have the prize. It's yeah, not yeah. what would you do. It's how would you have them? <laughs> what What kind of meaning would that create
0: for you? Oh God, I love this.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's time to open
0: another bottle. <laughs> I, I, I'm crying. I keep having to take my glasses off because I'm crying with laughter. <laughs>
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I, went and did, uh, I went and did my master's in uh, uh, aut- an autism theatre company, so I looked at autistic actors and how they work in the theatre, and then just recently I got my PhD in uh, performance online and looking at investigating live theatre and live streaming as a performance medium, oh, and again, cool. a bit all things. So mm. uh, that's kind of me in a bit of a nutshell, but uh, yeah, I'm going to handball now. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, I was,
4: um, my mum and dad were dancers, professional dancers who toured the world and started one of the first um, in education dance companies and I ended up becoming a dancer for a long time and turning kind of grey early doing that and not finding <laughs> much happiness. But so a lot of technique and some great body skills, and then
1: eventually I um I found my thing in acting. I have to I have to t- yeah. pause you right there. Does that translate to the bedroom? Well, I would say. Oh yeah,
0: You said so, great body skills, and he immediately went, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Sorry to interrupt. Anyway, so, continue. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I ended up going into acting. I graduated acting, but I became a um I became a um specialist in movement and acting. So. I'm going to really really openly say that a lot of actors struggle with movement, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of dancers really struggle with acting, with feeling anything at all. <laughs> except the mirror in their eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm like the Babel fish for these people to make to bring the two together. I also specialize mm-hmm. in um, in erotic um, and intimate scenes with actors. And, man, I realised that I could choreograph scenes that made men stand behind poles so they could deal with themselves and stuff, and I'm like, wow, you know, that's a thing. Um, but at the same time, I, I ended up taking over the education company and working in dance for a lot longer, running theatre companies and doing all sorts of stuff around the place. So, anyway, my background is theatre, yeah. all those things come together. We- in the last, and both literally, in a, um, we just kept making jokes about it, make a great play. Like, it's a line from The Young Ones. I don't know if you remember The Young Ones. No. British it's TV. British comedy show.
2: Look them up. Anyway,
4: punk, punk and we just kept
2: making jokes about how it makes yeah. a great play. <laughs> and I, you know, and we, we kind of went, well, well, what do we do? So we we just kind of went, well... We've always said we, this would make a great play. We're naturally creative and we wanted to do, we wanted to do something in this space, but we didn't know what it was.
3: Mm.
2: Circumstances kind of prevailed. And we thought, well, if we were a client or if a client came to us and said, I want this, what would you do? We go, Oh yeah, we just do this, 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 and you can have it up and done. I mean, that's what we do. We do that for the other people, but doing it for yourself was like, uh, uh. so we just went, you know what? hang it got nothing to lose work for yourself go out and give it a go and represent and yeah it just kind of it took off more than we thought it would just yeah totally did not expect the response we got did not respect the expect the um the meaning and the value it started to have for people like you said before people felt seen Mm. they felt validated um and that was a revelation for them we thought cool this is cool this needs to be this needs to be legitimized take it out of the take it out of the shadows take it out of that dodgy history and yeah yeah give
0: it a new life so you may have already answered this a bit with what you just said but one of my things when i leave a show my question is always why this show why now Like that, I I see that we've we've seen West Side Story in the last three years. We've seen shows like uh, The Music Man, and every time I see these classic shows, the question I always have when I leave is why this show, why now? And if I can't answer that, like Mm -hmm. oh cool, I see how it fits in in today's Mm -hmm." zeitgeist, then I'm like, "Mm," all they're trying to do is a cash grab. So. I have my opinion on why your show okay. right now, but I'm kind of curious to know, what's your opinion? Why this show? Why now? I'm not going
2: to. Well, <laughs> hey, I know exactly we've, why. <laughs> we've worked in the performing arts for 35 plus years. I'm not going to say that we don't have a producer hat on and going.
4: That is not what first inspired it.
2: The truth of what first inspired
4: it is that our 20th anniversary is coming up.
2: Yeah. So, well,
4: that, but what's uh, the point of getting our um, mouths renewed? Who renew the it? hell are we going to invite? Maybe we could invite a whole heap of friends and just go wild. I don't know. Maybe, no, kids probably won't that's like what, that. That's what we're doing.
3: Uh, hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: <laughs> this guy's
2: angle. Well, I've got 20 points on the scorecard. I think it works. I we've got an invite.
4: Yeah. And, so, and Mick kept saying it. I just, I want to write something. That really expresses like the absoluteness and the commitment.
2: And I still the commitment wanted to do that public display to you of, 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 the, of that, yeah, you know, and acknowledge. And so, and Maybe I think we should write this play. And I think also like, we we started to meet people and friends and have experiences, and they were all people of our own, around our age, and we all, mm-hmm. all started to realize that we're going through, we're, we're unpacking some of this stuff yeah. um, together, mm-hmm. and we're all a bit lost, and we're all trying to find a way, and. And, again, you know, you just want to go, well, it's kind of what we do. We, we, we want to you wanna make okay. a voice I for wanna people. Look, I want to Yeah. –
4: like, you're so fucking awesome, actually. You're so amazing. Like, I want to – how many more of you are out there that I need to tell this to? And so it spread. Yeah. And, and we
2: just kind of went, it, it is it – is. And then
4: we went, how do we write that? What do we do? And then we went, just, we'll, let's just write
2: we our looked, own stuff. Yeah, we looked at it as – yeah it is it is growing I mean even if you talk to I mean if you talk to any club around Australia they're all their events are growing they yep. it's more it part of up. um yeah. more part of I think I think the lifestyle in is at the moment is where um recreational marijuana was 5 years ago
3: yeah <laughs> yeah that's- Right on. I
2: reckon we're about there. It's just on yeah. the fringes of mainstream media. People yeah. make jokes yeah. about it openly all the time now. Like but there's still it's a lot of
3: stigma.
2: It's yeah. in the zeitgeist, you know, yeah. but it hasn't yeah. shaped yet. And we thought that was the other thing. I, well, for me, anyway, there was definitely a part of me that went: this space is forming. The clouds are starting to come together. It's getting a bit of shape. And there's so many lots. And now, and confused people. It's at that point. And I've seen it happen before, where bad players can get into the space, and they can get in, and they can ruin it for everyone else because of the way they behave. And I thought, no bugger that! I want to get in first, and I want to lay down some. Yeah, I want to lay down some ground rules first. Anyone who comes afterwards is going to have to look at something like this, which is all about integrity, honesty, communication, transparency. They're the they're the first principles. I think
4: and if you're in that, it for the right reasons, yeah. you're looking for things that help you understand yeah. that mm. you you don't want to feel shame, mm. you don't want to feel wrong, you don't want to feel outcast for having these ideas, and shouldn't and neither should you. But when you have nowhere else to go, you have you have nothing else to do but turn inward mm. and or go to a therapist. Now, not everyone in the lifestyle. I, 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 I listened to one of your podcasts recently. Not everyone in the lifestyle can afford the lifestyle either, or the therapy that the lifestyle might.
3: You know, try. That's also
2: true. <laughs> Maybe it should come as a package deal. You. you get a, you get a you know, membership um, to a club and an hour's worth of therapy.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh recognizing that you're not alone is a huge help in the first place. Um, yeah. so There's something
0: magical about knowing you're not alone. And I think mm-hmm. that's, mm. that's, that's an important takeaway that people need, right. Is yeah. to mm. know that, Hey, the feelings that I'm feeling are not unique to me. I'm not special. And and it's no. tough because I don't know what it was like growing up in Australia, but growing up for, you know, us in, in the early eighties in the U S we Oh, you're special. There's no one else like you. You're one of a kind. And that broke yeah. us. I, yeah. I think that broke yeah. the US more than anything else that we've done.
4: I hear that. Like yeah. no, Australia has quite the opposite. We have something. The tall poppy. Yeah, tall poppy.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. I talk
4: about this. When I go and audition people or I work with people, uh, it's the first thing. I, I don't call it tall poppy. I don't introduce it as that, but I ask them a lot of questions about, why do you think someone might feel intimidated by someone else's yeah. success? Yeah. yeah why do you think it's so hard to feel happiness when for someone else's joy or mm. success? And I asked them a lot of questions around that. and you know what we all know better. We all know better. It's our own self-work. It's the stuff that made mm. damage to us as kids and all, and to us as young adults and all the rest of it. And that we're not meant. And in Australia, you have to be tough, mate. Even yeah. if you're a chick, so like get the fuck over it <laughs> and just move on, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's got that real attitude to it. And and to an extent, you're right.
2: We all have there's to get lot, over
4: it, and we all have to move yeah, on.
2: There's a lot but of guys we've met everywhere. ignoring
4: those feelings, yeah. ignoring those symptoms ignoring those sensations ignoring all that stuff is just going to lead to worse and worse problems
2: which is why i you think getting, getting back to what you were saying before why now too that i think i've certainly observed friends family of people that we've met in the lifestyle who mm-hmm. again who are all around the same age and for who that practice of repression for 30 odd years entrenched. has started to just but it's also and broke, broken Someone them, keeps, and they yeah. look. They want. They're all looking for. They're all going through that thing of. I don't understand. I don't understand. This isn't who I am. And I, I don't know be. why
4: I don't understand because I'm forty whatever or I'm fifty whatever. Yeah. So why don't I understand this? But I think also consent people above forty five. We did not have the schooling,
3: mm. and
4: it is like. There are, you know, you look at movies and clips from 1970-something and 1980-something and they're oh, showing women getting taken and, and run away with and, you know, awesome. we grew up in a very different comprehension of what was cool and not cool mm. and, and so there is a schism and there is a crossover and there is guilt and shame and all sorts of shit associated with that whole crossover of understanding and so... If you're here at all and you walk through the door and you're curious, you want to learn.
2: want mm, to see this one. And
4: that's okay because we're here.
1: And I think there is something about, at least when we were growing up, and maybe, I don't know if it was the same in Australia as the, in the U.S. or not, but there was that idea that you're supposed to be jealous, that it's a good thing to mm-hmm. be jealous, yes. that, that like, you know, you have this ownership of this person. Yeah, exactly. It's romanticized and that that's mm. a good thing and in actuality when you start to feel something and you're like but i actually don't really care like so what if they're kissing that person or if they're whatever I, like i don't I, care but then you feel bad because you're like oh but i'm supposed to be jealous and so then yeah. there's that whole like
2: so my job as a human and a
4: woman yeah. and, oh my God, I'm
3: good.
2: So, when you look when when you look through you know i mean you you guys are, are into theater. i mean look at any theater any yeah. theatrical storyline the, the main protagonist has usually got some sort of envy or jealousy mm-hmm. going on. That's yeah. what drives them. It's yeah. so yeah. this is listed throughout all our literature and our media yeah. and our yeah. and our fiction that we consume. We, so but really, I don't yeah. but when you think about it, how often have you seen a character that it displays the other. I mean, they're usually like the fairy godmother, I would or they're, say they're the innocent victim that get, or they get murdered, and that's why you have to get vengeance for them, or yeah. you know, like they're this kind of character. That's I think that's why like Ted Lasso
4: like keeps winning and yeah. winning and winning because <laughs> he, he does that. Yeah. He <laughs> finds a way even in his own pain to find happiness for the other person.
0: Mm. It is interesting because uh, again, I was, as you said that I was trying to think of classic theater and I'm like, yeah, no, that's, Oh, yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're a <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit, you're right, a monster, you're, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It, 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 the um, My Fair Lady is a perfect example. Oh, look, you're a stalker. Look, you're on the street yeah. where I live. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. a narcissist and a stalker. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you want me to change because I'm not good enough to be with yeah. you anyway. Yeah.
1: But it is yeah, good yeah. to see shows like this, and and to be able to, for people who maybe don't have the word compersion in their vocabulary to be able to see something like this and be able to recognize that, hey, that feeling that I have that isn't jealousy, it's okay, it's normal, that there's there's actually, it's a thing and there's a word for it and that it's not just yeah. me being weird and there's something wrong with me. Yeah. So I think it's it's good to show people that, like, hey, it's okay not to be jealous, that there's this other feeling that's completely okay and completely normal.
2: So we had a... Your
4: conditioning for comparison we had, is... Yeah
2: a construct and it's not real. We actually had someone contact us (laughs) recently um, and say almost exactly that, that they they found themselves in this lifestyle. Um, It felt wrong and bad for all those social reasons Mm. around them, but within their relationship they just felt awesome and it felt Mm. great and they had compassion, but they literally – uh, they didn't they didn't understand what they were doing. What they they didn't understand the feelings that they what had. They, they felt good, they felt right, it felt happy, but it felt wrong all of the, the same only time. words
4: to describe it are words like swingers and or, dirty and you know Yeah, things mm-hmm. that don't yeah. sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. Keys in the jar and they're all loaded, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So tell our wonderful listeners out there where they can find you, where they can see your show. And maybe, like, is this going to be a <clears throat> across Australia tour? Are we looking at a tour? Well, we, well, oh, fluttering.
3: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> we're doing, uh, our next season is in Adelaide, April 17 and 18 and 19 in Adelaide. The 17th and the 18th are uh, at a venue in the city. Uh, we reveal the location uh, once the tickets have been purchased. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So
0: are we looking at like, um, CBD though? It's going to be easy for people. It's to in the CBD. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. It's in the CBD. Right. Um, a well-known venue that's got an audience of 50 people each. So that's a sort of a, a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. We're going to. Uh, but then on the 19th at a different location just outside of the city, uh, we're going to do another. I wonder, where that, I wonder where that is. I wonder where that is. We're doing a a special VIP dress down performance. So that's a, a maximum audience of 10 people. So there'll only be 12 oh. people in the room, including us.
0: I want to be there. We,
2: uh, yeah, we invite, we, we say that the, we say that the whole night is like a meet and greet in the, in the, you know, but it's around the activity of us doing a play but it's on that particular night thing. it's going to be it's going to be a meet and greet it's not going to be any pressure but mm. there's 10 people in a room but and we're beautiful. gonna try and loosen it it's up a the little
4: closest bit you can get to experiencing what it's like without mm. the absolute commitment of doing it yeah. and going uh, through with it and the safety of knowing that there's a show going on so you you know, it's like being picked to come up on stage, and you get to stand next to someone, and you get to like be in their presence for a yeah. while, and you get to feel those feelings. But it's all within that safety of, like, mm. you know, yeah, you know. Um, so
2: we're very excited about that. One. That one's going to be very intimate. very within their
4: boundaries. Private, <laughs> very, yeah. yeah.
2: Excited about doing that as, a, as a, I'm excited and shit scared as an actor, <laughs> like no, no, two, no, two ways about it. I'm, I'm, lost, like jumping out of a plane being it for an actor, like, whoa, wow. yeah, but you know, yeah. what
4: yeah. is, um, I, if you I aren't
0: scared, it doesn't work. matter.
4: Yeah. yeah, I, I say that when I'm working with people, I say to them, Look, you know, when you go out there, this is where theater is incredible because mm-hmm. it's the one space where you get to stand there and say, Whatever you want to, sweetheart. <laughs> they
0: have to listen. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: we call you it cho- podcasting.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You cut unless, the mic yeah. unless
4: you choose to bring them up and hear their voice and have them yeah. share. Yeah, and I always say to them, they every single person who purchases a ticket to a theater show wants you to be.
2: And they, amazing. Want to, and they want to be seen. And, they yeah.
4: actually are punters on your side. They are so pumped for you to be amazing. You have full permission to be everything yeah. for them. You know, so, like, yeah, Moving forward after there's this. There's no one against you going, I hope they fail. No. Nah. cross my arms and watch. Doubt it. Like, it's but not if, going if to be like
2: that. <laughs> stop them. Get up here and try it, you know. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I'll tell you what. You <laughs> yeah, know,
2: yeah. <laughs> but moving forward, uh, moving forward, we're definitely because it's a parlour play. Uh, it literally, does fit into a suitcase, so we are literally
3: yes,
2: yes, We're literally a plane flight and a couple of hours away from performing anywhere, and we're in the process now of trying to reach out to to clubs around Sydney or, or Melbourne or everywhere had around a of, Australia. A of um, from Melbourne. We've also had a bit of interest, a bit of a bit of little tickle of interest from Europe and and the US so far. Mm. But we're really early days and we're trying to sort of get, get some grounding and get it's because it's so unique and so new, even for events that are generally in the lifestyle, um, I think even that's a we're finding that's sort of a little bit of oh, this is um It's a play. It's we a don't play Well, is it a workshop
3: or is it a play? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, uh, I'm going to torture some of our listeners with this next statement, but I have a couple of things that I want to discuss with you all offline. So we'll talk after we get offline. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have some ideas, Uh, Mm. but yeah. But how can people find you on socials?
2: So we are, um, we are at, well, steamyromantics.com is the website and there you will be able to find everything you need. We started this whole journey as just a private uh, little, almost photo journal of ourselves and our adventures on Twitter, and the handle for that is Steamy Romantics, and everything just kind of blew up from there. Really, it's got bigger and better. So, if you look, uh, so Steamy Romantics on Twitter, Instagram, and that's mainly where we are. We also have a Patreon page as well that we've just started up. Uh, but yeah, if you go to SteamingRomantics.com, that's pretty much the one-stop place. You can buy tickets to the show there as well. Everything you they should be there. And if it's not, let me know and I'll put it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it you, if you're in Adelaide and you can go check it out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And
0: all of their links and information will be in our show notes yeah. down below, but we'll talk about that on the closing. Yeah, we we'll hear more yeah, about yeah. that. But we want to thank you both so very much. I am so excited for this show. <laughs> I want to see this show yeah. and I will move the earth if I must to get it to Sydney. <laughs> yes. it's,
1: yeah. it's been so good talking to you guys. You guys have been just amazing. Hey.
0: Yes. Yeah, thank you. Guys. It's been a huge pleasure. Thank, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. And, uh, we'll
3: talk
0: to you soon. What an amazing conversation! What an amazing couple! If you're in Adelaide, uh, or Adelaide, which is also Adelaide, you should definitely go and check them out. Look them up. All of their details are in our show notes down below. Look us up. Find out where we are go to www.bytheby.com.au You can contact us there as well or go to any of our socials. We are at by the Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, and on the Facebooks. We are also contactable by email, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Angela, anything else that you would like to say today? Stay steamy. Stay steamy. And for those out there who want like one fact, let's uh, I guess it's my week now to to give a fact. My fact is I grew up on a farm. Yeah, a farm. Maybe that's why I like uh, furry animals and milking things and rolling, rolling, rolling in the hay.